Hey everyone, thanks for visiting 4weddingphotographers.com. This is Luis Torres. So um, I've been emailing back and forth with uh, Jérôme Léon, who is a uh, photographer in Paris, France. And his, his website is absolutely awesome. And he really wants to get into wedding photography. And, you know, that's where his passion is. And, and it's funny because I always felt the same way with my work. You know, the only problem that I always had is that I always had a, a corporate job and and he uh, works in IT in France, so you know he basically is in the same situation that I used to be in, where it's one of those nerve-wrecking, um, it's a nerve-wrecking time in your life where you're just like, oh, I love getting a paycheck every two weeks, you know. But then it's also a different story when you start building your business, and all of a sudden you're getting five, seven, nine thousand dollars a month. All of a sudden, it's just like, okay, it's not that bad. Things are actually going really well. And that's where I want everyone to eventually get to. Uh, and it's funny because, you know, he had so many concerns from, from you know, mentioning that he doesn't really uh, love using a flash. And believe me, I was on that same boat too. And I remember thinking, ah, oh, why do I have to use a flash? This is terrible. <laughs> the photos are, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, for years and years on end, who the heck needs a flash? You know what I mean? It was always outdoor. It was always, I mean, I'm, I'm going back years. And if I knew I was going to take photos uh, real late, uh, I would easily just go ahead and buy film with a higher ISO, like 800. And that would normally cover everything. But now with the world of digital, it's a little different. But in my opinion, I really think that uh, digital photography has just opened up an entirely new world. You know, the great thing about shooting now in 2010 uh, is that, uh, and Jerome actually has a Nikon D3. You know, here you are with a hugely sick camera, and every time you shoot, you just look at the LCD, you know. I remember for a long time, I would always, and still do, you know, I'll take, I'll shoot and make sure, and, and it's funny because I guess what I do is I shoot first, uh, if I'm, if it's static, let's say if I'm, uh, if the couple, if a couple is standing at the altar at a church or synagogue, then uh, I'll shoot them. Oh, I'll actually, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll take a few test shots just to make sure that my flash is actually working well and that I have all the settings uh, set perfectly. Once I'm dead on, then all I do is just keep shooting. And the reason why... Uh, I shoot in manual mode, and one of the uh, one of the things that Genome actually mentioned was um, he kind of feels like if he shoots in manual, that all of a sudden now he has to go ahead and and consistently make adjustments to his camera, and that to me personally, having that full control to me works for the way that I'm plugged in my crazy head. To me, I would rather focus on making the adjustments manually as opposed to shooting an aperture or uh, an aperture priority uh, mode or or shutter priority uh, and it's just one of those things where if you let your your camera make the adjustments for you you're hoping that the system understands that you're taking the image you want the bride or groom or the guest or whoever you're taking you're capturing you want them to be perfectly in, in, in perfectly exposed, while 
keeping the shutter open long enough that you can capture some of the ambient light in the background. And that's sometimes hard for a, a system to try to do consistently. And that's the, that's the really big thing right there is consistency. Um, and the good thing with me and the way that I shoot is I only shoot in JPEG because I want my files to be smaller because I take so many photos. And what that allows me to do is take so many photos that it's amazing that that my cameras don't just you know burst midday. And the reason why I, I, I shoot so much is because you know if I'm shooting something, uh, let's say the bride and groom are actually dancing, I'll take a photo. It could be that uh, that the background isn't as exposed as I want it to be, you know, so I'll just go ahead and manually change the shutter speed to, you know, 20th of a second. You know, I don't care, you know, if I can, if I get some blur, you have to remember that blurring is okay as long as it's artistic and uh, Jado mentioned that there's a few times where he'll shoot at 60th or slower and the end result is it's not as artistic as he would like them to be and that's fine, you know, not, you, you don't, blurring doesn't always work. And you want to use a slower shutter just to get an effect for a few images. But, you know, just make the adjustments. You know, uh, just remember that anything that's 60th of a second or lower will capture movement, not just yours, but also anyone that's actually moving on the dance floor uh, or, you know, just uh, opposite you. And that's fine, too. But just remember that maybe, you know, you want it a little higher than that. Maybe make it a 90th or 125th of a second just so you can freeze frame everything. And then if you want to capture some ambient light, then just raise the ISO. But that's literally, uh, I mean, talk about OCDing and trying to figure out, should I change the f-stop? Should I change the shutter? Or should I change the ISO setting? Or should I change my flash to manual mode? And just keep in mind, my flash is always set to TTL. Uh, there are some, or ETTL for Canon. There are some photographers who are absolutely amazing in regard to uh, their flash, and they'll change. They'll only shoot manually, and that's cool, providing that that no one's moving. Because once you start getting movement, and you start getting too close to the couple, and you start moving, a, you know, farther back, then all of a sudden, your 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 flash is set to manual mode, but it, the power that's being produced is always the same. So then you have to manually remember. As I get closer, I need to raise the f-stop so I don't so I can limit the light that's coming in, or step away and then open my f uh, my shutter um, the f-stop so this way you get more light uh, as you start stepping away. So that to me that drives me nuts. Where as long as as long as whatever I'm shooting is consistent, then the end result is I want whatever I'm shooting to be in. Uh, to be brightly lit and even if they're far away, you know, and some photographers they'll say yeah You know, that's just all that does is just kill your batteries and that's fine because I buy a box of batteries and At each and every wedding I always take with me. I know four 12 4 8 12 16 32 batteries 32 double a batteries with me at each and every venue uh, and then when I go to Jamaica next week I have no idea. I'm, I don't, I, you know, I obviously can't bring a box full of batteries with me, so uh, I'll have to hope that 
they sell Energizer bunnies over there, so, which I'm sure they do. Um, but, you know, just, just really, I mean, if you, have, if you have the passion and if you're listening to these crazy podcasts that I have, it's only because you do have the passion. And, you know, we all have it. And it's one of those things where if you can quit your day job and just do what you love, it, I mean, just work hard at it. And I know that it's tough. And, you know, I was talking to Jay Dome and, um, Oh, he shot me an email just letting me know that he freaking works like a lunatic, man. And he's just like, dude, editing photos, post-production, all that is limited because of my time working. And, you know, I was, I was, I remember those days too, you know, I used to work nine to five every single day. Uh, when I was a stockbroker, I would work even longer. Um, and then I would get home and work from six, seven o'clock straight through till midnight, you know, forgot for weeks, for months on end and, and for a couple of years. So I know exactly what it's like, but just believe me, if you just work real hard and just keep going and just always work your magic and do the little things that I think would really help your business. Like, you know, when you're at the reception, go ahead and, and create a slideshow. I'm telling you, that's going to win so much business for you that it is insane. I'm telling you, when you do that and you're at a reception and another couple approaches you because they love your photos and they want to know if you have a certain date uh, available for the following year, you're going to sit back and just say, you know what, this is exactly what Lewis mentioned. And that happens to me at each and every wedding. So I know that if you start doing that and you don't have to go nuts like me and get a, a giant monitor, you know, when I started, I had a a small uh, Dell 22-inch monitor that I had just for my desktop. And I use, I disconnected that and used that uh, and connected it to my 17-inch MacBook Pro. And that's all I did, you know. But I really think, you know, I'll be in Jamaica next week and I'm just going to bring my 17-inch MacBook Pro and that's all I'm going to have. Um, but, you know, anything that you can use to show people is significantly better than not because the chances of someone going to your website or your blog are super nil and use Facebook. You know, um, if you're new to, to weddings, you know, definitely go ahead and, and, and post your images on Facebook. And one thing that uh, Jerome actually mentioned is that he doesn't have an extensive portfolio at all. Uh, he does, you know, in regards to other forms of, of art and, and photography, um, and this is the only thing I can say, if you don't have a portfolio that's catered to weddings, and believe me, when I started, I obviously didn't. If you're starting, you obviously don't also. And that's kind of like the hiccup that you have to try to figure out what to do. What I personally did was I just called my friends and said, hey, can you do me a favor? On, you know, in two weeks from now, on a Sunday, why don't we take an hour or two and I'll take your photos because what I want to do is go ahead and use them and just post it on my website and say that these are engagement photos. Because if you're going to get hired or potentially down the road get hired to shoot a wedding, people just want to know that you can take photos of people. You know, uh, Jadome has amazing photos all over Paris. It's Paris! <laughs> you know, you're going to have amazing photos of the Eiffel Tower. You're going to take photos of everything going on there. I'm from Brooklyn. I grew up in New York City. I know what it's like. I have a million photos of the Brooklyn Bridge because I love that bridge. And I have tons of photos. I have photos of the World Trade Center. I have photos of the day that uh, all the lights went out in New York City. I rode my bike because I didn't want to drive my car down to uh, 
the foot of the Brooklyn Bridge and have photos of thousands of people walking from Manhattan into over the Brooklyn Bridge into Brooklyn. Um, but when someone wants to hire you for their wedding, they want to make sure that you understand how to make the connection with that couple. And, and again, I can't stress... When I first started, I, have, I was clueless in, regard to, in regards to um, posing couples, and I'm super thankful that there were guys like John Morellis uh, who have uh, the lookbook. Uh, so check that out whenever you get the chance. I'm telling you, it's by far one of the best tools that I, that I still use to this day. Uh, go to photographerstoolkit.com. Check that out. But even if you, and, and I think that's great. Uh, and, I, and it's funny because when I came across that, I had actually created my own um, lookbook, so to speak. So what I did was I actually found my favorite photographers. I picked out maybe 20 photos from each of those photographers as far as poses go. Uh, and it was absolutely amazing. You know, I probably walked away, you know, had uh, my own little lookbook with, you know, maybe 100 images. The best thing about this little lookbook that John Morales has is the fact that you have more than 200 poses in them, and it's a little tiny thing, which is absolutely super useful. You don't even know. Like, I'm telling you, years after I started, I'm still using that little freaking thing. And, you know, it's, it's, it teaches you to understand poses, and then you throw your own flair in there. You know, you have to remember that with people's workflows, I, have, I think I have a perfect workflow. And that's just my thing, you know. And then, uh, and then I think that there are other situations where um, that I think are absolutely perfect, like my, um, like the way I go ahead and, and do my backup. I think you know it, it it serves me because I have all of these images saved in multiple different drives, and then I get an awesome email from Dan Watson. Check out his website. He's actually an awesome photographer, Watson hyphen studios.com shoots me an email he's like dude you got to check out drobo.com uh which is similar to a raid system and what it does it's just you know you just pop in uh different drives and and that's it so i mean i'll probably end up spending like two thousand dollars uh and and uh and and dan you're gonna laugh i'll probably take that one five uh that five compartment drive and uh, put it in my safe at some point. Uh, but those, you know, those are the things that, that you do. You know, instead of me going nuts trying to back up in all these different multiple drives, you know, here's an aw here's awesome Dan coming along, and he's like, dude, if you don't even want to do that, just contact uh, Backblaze.com because they'll just do it, and it's all online. You know, they'll just do all the uh, it's unlimited storage, and it's you know, it's relatively inexpensive every month. So there, I mean, I'm always learning new things. Just like you're always learning new things, and you know my workflow is completely going to change once I get my Drobo uh, home, and I'll probably end up having multiple. You know, I'll go ahead and have uh, my regular Drobo with five drives, and you know maybe two gigs in each one, uh, or two terabytes in each one, and what, and eventually have ten terabytes. Um, but that's it, dude. You, there, you always learn as you go along. I'm learning as I go along. You guys are absolutely amazing photographers out there. And if you want to hone in on your photography and literally, and no lie, make an absolute killing. Because in this business, if you work a little hard, 
at some point it pans out and when you're charging three and five thousand per wedding and then you end up walking away with 30 and almost 40 weddings a year you can sit back and just say you've got to be kidding me holy smoke and and that's it you know you can be a wedding photographer for 10 or 15 years and then retire the problem is, is i'm 36 now maybe i'll retire at the age of 50 maybe i'll retire in the next 10 years but once i'm done i'm done and then i'm going to uh then I'm going to move to Jamaica. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, John, you are the man. Uh, John, who's actually out in the Dakotas. Uh, and I think he's out in South Dakota, is it? Let's see. South Dakota. Check out John's work. John's Photography SD. No, no, that's not his website. Shotbyjohn.com. Sorry, I'm, I was about to give you his email. Shotbyjohn.com. Um... And that's it, dude. John, thank you. You're, you're absolutely awesome, dude. Uh, I get awesome emails from John, and, you know, he's always uh, just giving me all these different topics to run with that I think are super useful. And then I get guys from Paris, France, like Jérôme, who's absolutely awesome. And, you know, Jérôme, listening uh, or reading your email, <laughs> it's, not, it's actually not that bad. It's awesome. And, uh, and I'm actually able to uh, piece everything all together and know exactly what you're talking about. So, heck, heck yeah, dude. Um, and again, all you guys out there um, and girls, if you guys are listening to my crazy rants, definitely shoot me an email, say hi. If you have any questions, always email me. Every photographer that has ever emailed me will tell you that I always respond back. And sometimes, if you have a bunch of uh, questions, I'll just respond back with, uh, with an MP3. All right, everyone. Hope this helps. Thank you so much for always listening. Share the love. Check out Lokta.com. Check out ChrisQ.com. Those are by far my two favorite vendors that I personally use. Um, they don't pay me to advertise their business. I just feel like their products are so absolutely amazing that I just need to let everyone know what I personally use with my clients and I use them for a reason because the product's absolutely amazing. And forget about the products because if the products weren't amazing, their personalities would be ama are absolutely amazing. So the good thing is the fact that you have the best of the two. You have, um, you have Josh over at Lokta who's absolutely super sweet. And I swear to God, one of the nicest guys I have ever spoken to in my entire life. Just super nice. Um, and then you have Christina and uh, Ben from... Uh, from Chris Q and Christina is an absolute sweetheart. She's super sweet and, you know, just laughs it up like a, like you don't even know. Check out their website, chrisq.com, C-H-R-Y-S-Q.com. They actually, uh, Ben is, is a sick photographer. Uh, check out, he actually has a, 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 a workshop. So check that out and I'll talk to you guys soon. I'm going to answer this phone. <laughs> Bye everyone.